We are I. Good morning, everybody. It's the 22nd of December. There's been a, a little bit of a hiatus in this podcast the last few days, only just because it's that time of year. It's Christmas. There's lots going on and you know a million other things that kind of preoccupy your time. And you know that it takes a, a whole big whack of time, you know, maybe 45 minutes to an hour before you, know, you kind of sit down and get your thoughts about you. You record it, you air it, this, that, and the next thing. You know, but at the same time, you know, Christmas only comes around one time a year. I love Christmas and I want to be able to enjoy it for everything that it's worth. And then I started listening to one of Stephen Ranella's podcasts and it kind of went back into hunting season. And I think the reason why I did is because, you know, elk season in Alberta, you know, is in January, you know, but we don't have any January hunt out here for elk in BC. And you know, I was thinking about this and just like how unfair it is, you know, that if I traveled for, you know, 20 hours, I could go elk hunting and have a really good chance of, you know, harvesting something and be able to feed my family for, you know, the better part of a year. And it's like, ah, like the the temptation is there. Although the problem is, is that once I get up there, I've never actually been in that region of Alberta before, and I have absolutely no idea where to go or the lands that you can hunt or, you know, anything along those lines. So there is a little bit of, you know, work that would need to go into it where it drops the guarantee down into, uh, you know, a possibility. Then I started thinking, you know, it's really interesting how we as humans We've overpopulated this planet, you know, although there may be room for human expansion, but we've overpopulated in relationship to other species in regards to impact. So there's other species of animals and, you know, insects and plants that have, you know, a, a bigger numbers, vaster numbers, but the impact isn't as high or we can say that the the impact typically could result in, you know, a little bit more of a positive situation than not. Now, if a species of anything, say if a species of black bears, for example, got so high, say it got in scalable relationship to humans, you're already at this point in time allowed to shoot two black bears every season. And one could argue that that could be bumped up at that point in time to probably 10 or 20. And if it was at that point, we probably would be paying, you know, park wardens and, you know, COs to be able to go and hunt them. And we'd probably be contracting hunters to be able to just go hunt them or you don't even have to harvest them. You can just hunt them and leave them in the field like what they do now. That's the 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 reality that people don't want to admit is that this actually does happen right now, and they have to call a bunch of um, deer or antelope or bears or anything like that. Is you know like they have to eradicate them. That's just what they do. 
you know, feral hogs are a prime example of that where, you know, guys shoot them out of helicopters at free will. They just do it for fun for target practice. They don't have to do anything with the meat. They can just leave it there to be able to rot, to go back into the soil, which obviously has a benefit, you know, in its own. But like that's, that's an animal. And when you look at nothing does that to the human animal, but we're allowed to be able to, to populate this planet at any degree, at any impact. And nothing comes along and says, well, there's too many of you. We're just going to call, you know, 5 billion of you. Like that, that doesn't happen. But we will do that to everything else. If there's a, air quotes, invasive species of plant somewhere, we will go in and we will spray and we will eradicate it. We will not allow it to be able to take over. Because it's detrimental to the local ecosystem. But we are detrimental to the local ecosystem. But, you know, nothing puts us in that check of that balance. You know, we've got to this point where, you know, we have, there's no, there's no checks for the balances of the human population except for uh, time. And we've slowly been working at eradicating time because we can keep unhealthy people alive for decades longer than what they should be you know we can keep elderly people alive for you know weeks and months and years longer than what they typically would be and like we've we think because we have this connection with the human experience that we should do this and i'm not saying that we shouldn't but you know we're the only species that has that opportunity there's no species of anything plant, animal, insect, amphibian, anything that has that same opportunity. And if it did, we would go in and potentially eradicate it because the population would be getting too high and we have to do it under air quotes population control so it doesn't harm the local ecosystem. Like what they've done with wolves, you know, like where they reintroduced wolves into these areas. Now wolves are decimating, you know, elk and moose and deer populations. You know, because they just don't, they haven't been around wolves for decades and decades and decades. And now they're having to start to call some of these wolves. Like, you know, if you go into, you know, Alberta and BC, you go out and you go hunting, like there's no bag limit for wolves. You can shoot as many as you want for air quotes population control, but there is no population control for, for humans. It's interesting. It's, it's a really interesting topic to be able to, you know, get in with people is that we've just, we've, we've overrun this planet. I don't think that there's, there's any two ways of admitting that in, or, or I guess not two ways of, you know, disregarding that because of the fact that we have resources and space that we should keep populating this planet. But should we? And is it? Is it good that we're getting to the point now where if populations in the next generation are going to dramatically decline, which a lot of people are saying they are going to, and it's kind of widely known based on birth rates and stuff that, especially once all the baby boomers die, you know, that our population is going to drop down. It's like one could argue that this only may be a good thing. And just because we have space on this planet for more people doesn't mean that we doesn't mean that we should. It's more typically, 
It's more McDonald's, more KFCs, more Walmarts, more Pepsis, more Coca-Colas, you know, more Home Depots, more Chevrons, more this, more conflict because we need more resources and more minerals and all of this shit, more space, more destruction of forests, you know, more highways, more subdivisions, more commercial towers, more all this stuff. And like, where does it get to be the point where maybe we should start scaling back? You know, when you, we have to call ourselves because there's no other species that can do the same. And even if a species does, say like a bear attacks a human, where, you know, we're encroaching in on its territory, or say it's come wandering into the city because we've encouraged it by feeding it or leaving garbage out, that we then eradicate that one or that two. Because it's completely unacceptable that, you know, it's kind of that air quotes eye for an eye when it comes to nature. But in all other aspects of nature, this is completely fine. And you can go watch millions and millions and millions of videos, the ruthless, the ruthless component of nature. So it's an interesting thing. Like who controls our population? You know, who calls humans? Or do we do that by ourselves because our intelligence is ultimately typically what leads to our destruction? Or do we have to wait till there's a natural disaster for that to happen? You know, like some of these meteors and comets that have hit, you know, the planet that have eradicated a huge portion of human beings. I don't know. It's an interesting, interesting thought process to go through. And I'd be really interested to hear what all your thoughts and opinions are of just, you know, what this means. Like, what does this actually mean? So hope that you guys all have a wonderful Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And I hope that you eat lots, get fat, so you can spend all of 2023 getting jacked again. 